use the Star Wars Force Link 2.0 to activate real movie phrases. Come on, Chewie, punch it! And sound effects. For over 30 figures and vehicles. Download and sync your Force Link 2.0 for these character phrases, interactions, and more. What are you doing to my ship? Let's just say I made some modifications. Now you can control the Star Wars galaxy with Force Link 2.0. Band comes with one figure. Other figures, vehicles, and Force Link bands each sold separately. Ask a parent about the app. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys Podcast, the discussion about Star Wars toys. You're listening to episode number 74. My name is Jason. Joining me tonight, from Vendoms to the Black Series, Vintage to Modern, he collects them all, our good friend Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hey, good to be here. This is, uh, kind of look forward to summarizing the whole year here. Yeah. Also joining us from this week in Star Wars podcast, Matt Fox. Hey, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Whatever you celebrate. That's right. You sound very festive. <laughs> Just say you sound very excited. Uh, He's been in the eggnog already. Too much. Too much, uh, too much uh, Christmas time myself. cheer. 2018 was so awesome for Star Wars. I can't <laughs> contain myself. 2018. Okay. <laughs> also joining us tonight. Who do we got next? Uh, <laughs> Imperial Royal Guard Collector Extraordinaire Chris Moorhead. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Hey, good to be on the show. Also, last but not least, from Toy Run Podcast and from from Forlom to Zuckus Jake Stevens. Um, hello. And now we're just, you know, it seems like days away from 2019 to actually a year with a Star Wars movie that hopefully will be properly supported. That's what I'm looking forward to. Properly celebrated, right? 12 months away. Yeah. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm ready for them to start promoting it right now. Right? There's rumors as of this recording that we'd be getting a trailer this week, but I doubt yeah. it. What about what about the Super any Bowl? Big, well, is this one of your any big movies opening over the uh, Christmas weekend? Mary oh, Poppins. Yeah. Mary Poppins is and Disney. That, isn't that why they uh, pushed Solo to June or May because of Mary Poppins? That's what I. That's heard. what they say. That's it's supposed it's supposed to be a good movie. I mean, um, so that's one. Bumblebee is out this week, and I know it's Transformers, but apparently uh, this is redemption for the series. This is a good film, they say. Um, I you saw got, the trailer for that recently, and I saw Soundwave and some of like the classic yes, Transformers characters in it. Well, Bumblebee apparently is a Volkswagen bug again for part of this film, so it is, um, you know, it, it does look promising. And Michael Bay's not directing, so he's not in the director's chair. There's promise there. And then, of course, we have Aquaman. So you got three big films. Plus, Spider-Verse was amazing. That's my personal take on it. Um, and that's a powerhouse. That Should Disney I go see owned. that? I don't. I typically Absolutely. don't go to anime. Yeah, it was all right. Do you oh, like Spider-Man? Right. Do you like Spider-Man? Uh, I could take him or leave him. Yeah, that's my attitude. And I thought it was all right. 
my wife, who, you know, is neither here nor there necessarily about superhero films, she was laughing and crying throughout the whole thing. It was, yeah. Why isn't it, there it was, a Star Wars animated movie in the theater this Christmas? Good question, mm. right? We, we got animated content. It lasts about 45 seconds long. With <laughs> Galaxy yeah. of Adventures. I mean, oh. All right. Okay, so um, this is going to be our annual, almost annual, nearly annual. We all, we do this almost every year. Um, best and worst Star Wars toys. Uh, but first, let's just go around really quick and see if anybody's picked up anything recently. It hasn't been very long since we talked. But uh, just out of curiosity, I'll start with Matt. Did you pick up anything uh, since we talked last? Um, cheap vehicles at five below. Mm. You know, the $5 A-Wings and uh, Canto Bite Speeders. But Ooh. Do they have any more Canto Bite Speeders? Oh, uh, they did as of this weekend. Mm. If you're in if the you market, were, let me know. If you were in the neighborhood again, I will gladly PayPal you $10 for a Canto. I only have one, and it fell on the ground. And so kind of need a replacement, and they're not anywhere near that cheap in this neck of the woods. I thought you were going to create the Canto Bite Police Force or something. Well, you could for five bucks. Jeez. <laughs> but other than that, I don't think I've found. I mean, I, there's nothing new out there, right? I mean, not that two I know figures, of. and that's that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's nothing new. I haven't even seen those uh, uh, figures in a tube or whatever those things are. They sold I've out. Seen those now. They've sold yeah. out of my Walmart, my local one. Uh-huh. Are they Walmart exclusives? They yes. are until the first of the year. Oh, that's why. Then I'm they're not supposedly see them. going to be everyone, but no one else is going to carry these because <laughs> these aren't these are stocking stuffers. So I don't know what that means. Okay. Uh, Ryan, what about you? Have you picked up anything uh, recently? Well, I think last time I said I was awaiting some things coming in the mail, and now they're here. Uh, so I've gotten way four of the Force Link figures. Um, currently working on a review video and getting that done. I also finished off the six-inch stuff by finally getting uh, Lando in disguise as uh, he finally showed up, and uh, what an awesome figure I gotta say. Uh, that's about it. Uh, nothing else. Jake, what about you? I mailed away for a <laughs> weird as it is. I mailed away. I found that the uh, Tommy Takara has these uh, Tommy Takara arts has these tiny little you know, figurines that hang off shelves and they're of Star Wars and they're called Desperate Situations. Star Wars Desperate Situations. And they have Yoda doing his one-arm grab after uh, Sidious force pushes him. They've got Obi-Wan hanging his two-handed grip from uh, getting kicked down the hole by Darth Maul. They have Luke propping himself up on a shelf, kind of like when he's kind of coming up on the ledge. So they are these just really ridiculous, funny little mini figures. So um, that's what I mailed away for. They're like six bucks on eBay. You can find them. So All right. That was my big move. Um, let's see. Barnes & Noble has this cool new uh, The Ultimate Retro Collection magazine that has a big Star Wars write-up inside. I do think it's uh, something that's been out in the UK in the past, but it's the first time I think it's been to the States. Um, so it's a big like $20 you know, 
magazine about retro toys from the 80s, so it's kind of cool. Um, and other than that, yeah, like you said, we haven't recorded, you know, too long ago. So I tracked down all those uh, vintage collection Transformers at Walmart. But other than that, that's it. And Chris, what about you? Uh, finally got a uh, Royal Guard Force Link uh, uh, carded off eBay uh, for right at retail. And then um, I was down at the local GameStop slash unofficial Think Geek store and picked up four vintage carded figures for five fifty a piece. Nice. Wow. So, That's cool. Wait, I'll wave one, but you know. I was gonna say, were they all Snoke? Uh huh. There were some mm. Snoke there, but I paid less for him earlier in the year. Uh, no, it was like Kylo and Ray and Jen. All right. All right. Um, I finally put together the, actually my wife put it together for me, the Kessel play set from Walmart. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool, but I think I prefer the Target uh, Vandor 1 set more. I think there's it's got more going for it. But they're both cool, and I don't know if those are selling well. I have a feeling they're not, because I just they just sit there at Target. So it's kind of dashing my hopes that there will be more of them. I was hoping they would do like some OT play sets in that style, but I don't know. I sell a few more. Yeah. Um, and that really is about it. Um, yeah. Okay. So, 2018. Matt, can you tell us exactly how many figures Hasbro released in 2018? Three and three quarter inch figures. Hasbro released ninety one, which is up from eighty the year before, and that is almost entirely due to the return of vintage collection. Okay. Hmm. So. Well, we I also had a handful of multi packs this year, which, you know, haven't yeah. been, haven't been the norm. I'm not that you know. I guess the reason I'm saying that is we we've had three or four this year, but that, you know, those are only one purchases, you know, so it kind of feels like we're getting less because even though we're getting more more figures, we're still getting them in bundles as opposed to going out and tracking down individual figures. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I mean, they've been sort of following Mm -hmm. the same like, you know, there's always that four pack multi pack. Yeah. This with the year, Target DVD release with the yeah, yeah, exactly. Target had the um, Trooper six pack this year, but last year Toys R Us no Target had that other one that was like one figure from each movie. Oh, that's right. See, and again with weird distribution this year, I was thinking that was from this year. Right, but you're no. absolutely right. You're absolutely right. That came out like. Thanksgiving time last year, right? I think. Yeah, I think it was so, the end of the year holiday thing, just yeah. like this year. Shoot, I was thinking that was this year. That yep, set, right. that set moved faster than the Trooper set, I think, which is weird. I, I saw it fewer times, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, so, and, and then and then they went to clearance a lot faster too. I think they were clearanced by Christmas. Oh, maybe that's why that Trooper set. I thought that would be hot, like oh, yeah. really hot. Because it's easy so troop building, but it seems to just be sitting around like like most things. 
Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> without without the movie push, man, the Star Wars is sitting on the pegs. Yeah. It, it, at Target, it just is sitting. At Walmart, they've reduced it next to nothing. I mean, that is just you know, the, Walmart's and Targets are going to go with the flavor of the month. Like I said, I just tracked down those uh, Transformers, the vintage you know little mini bots. You can get Bumblebee now on the vintage replica card. Um, the same, you know, mold that they used in, you know, 82, I think it is 84, uh, 84, 84. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Um, and but those come in the huge bumblebee display, right, for the movie that they're pushing. And, you know, Transformers is twice as big in the aisle and has the big shippers. I mean, Star Wars right now is going to be an afterthought until, well, shoot, what are we thinking now? They said they are going to promote these movies closer to their releases. Yeah, like so in you, October, right? October. Yeah. yeah. That's a rumor. Well, I do think it's good to I, – I think the toy launch closer to the movie release is a good idea. Mm-hmm. I think when all the toys come out four months before the movie, it's kind of, I don't know, you get them all and then you're like, <laughs> what do you do now? I, I think, I think, I think it's wise to move it closer to the movie. At least the promotion of it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I don't understand why they just don't do more non-movie stuff in between. Like, why do we have to wait for another movie for a big push i just i just don't understand like this is know. disney it's because it's disney that that's what the, the, they they mount things around their tent poles whereas lucasfilm when they were in charge they would create tent poles that were not surrounded movies you know surrounding movies i mean we had decade between you know each trilogy almost and so they would create like this is the 30th anniversary this is you know this animated series this is this i mean i felt like they were able to continue their momentum going without the big you know motion picture media to captivate everyone whereas disney man that's their money makers right let's let's organize the entire year i mean disney has the first week in may clocked out for like the next four years and no one's going to touch that. They also have Christmas clocked out for the next four years, you know, because they're that's their that's their mode. That's their M.O. right now. And so um, I think this I think it's who's in charge, Disney or Lucasfilm. One one did it differently. And we we were with Lucasfilm a lot longer. So that's what we like. That's what we're accustomed to. And I'm, I'm betting it's not so much that Disney doesn't know how to merchandise this or anything like that. I think they just don't want it competing with their other properties since they have so many different properties. True. They don't want to have Star Wars competing for dollars with Avengers and that sort of thing. So I'm guessing. I don't know. I'm not an expert on this, but uh, yeah. that's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, that I mean, would make sense. Make product, yeah. Why not put it out and sell it? Yeah. All right. Enough moaning. <laughs> Um, oh, this show's just getting Because remember, remember, guys, remember like 1982, we got like, what, 14 figures for the whole year or something? Like, and we liked it. And we liked it that way. So, um, yeah, so we had 91 this year, and if you care, that brings the grand total since 95 to, anybody want to guess? I'll kick, I'll take a wild guess. How many? Three thousand two hundred thirty-seven. Oh no way! I guess uh, five thousand seven hundred and eight. <laughs> no. Okay. We're, we're, Chris, we're, what's your rule for counting a new figure? If you buy a product that has a Hasbro label on it and it's got a figure in it, that okay. figure counts. 
And if you buy a something that's got 21 battle droids in it, that counts as 21. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a big number. We're at like 4,800. Chris, what's your guess? Uh, 52. Well, if it were the price is right, Ryan would win. Oh. He was the only one that didn't go. 36.57. I knew it was in the 3,000s because we just did yeah. collect all like 3,000. Exactly. Yeah. yeah you had a, or something. And it, we haven't had that many figures since then. No. Okay. That's true. All right. It just then. seems like 5,000. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I've got more than that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, right off the bat, let's start with the big ones. What was the best three and three quarter inch Hasbro Star Wars figure of 2018? Can be from any series, but it's got to be in that scale. Ryan, I'm going to start with you on this one. Oh, boy. Um,. I came down to between two figures, and since they're from two different things, I'm going to say them both because I don't care. Um, for the Force Link five points of articulation figures, I am going with Quay Tolsite. I think that's how you say it. Um, the Pike dude from Solo, uh, an amazing figure. I, I love the sculpt. I love the uh, the paint job. It, it just looks so cool, and it's something brand new we've never had, of course. Uh, but if we're going full um, articulation on the vintage collection stuff, uh, I've got to go with Enfys Nest because I think that figure is really, really cool. Um, a lot better than the 5POA one that we gotten earlier. Uh, I, I really do like that from all the, the vintage figures we've gotten this year. All right. You gave us two answers, but since we don't really have rules here or judges. <laughs> exactly. We'll accept, there's no rules. We'll accept, we'll accept your answer. Woo! <laughs> Matt Fox, what was the best three and three quarter inch figure of 2018? Well, I'm really gra- glad that Ryan uh, broke the seal on two. <laughs> um, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of um, Dr. Afra. The um, vintage collection that was uh, San Diego exclusive, and then we got it on a card. I think that's a good figure. It's good likeness. They did a good job. Um, so I was happy to see that on the card, even though it says Star Wars, and a lot of people have a problem with that. Um, but the, the one that I wrote down before the show started is from the Force Link series, um, the Han Solo Mud Trooper. Oh, yeah. uh, I it's a there's a lot of detail on that. You can the goggles work, the face mask works. Uh, they've got you know good paint details on it. Um, for you know the the five POA is not a big deal. It you know it still looks really good. And uh, I, I didn't know if I was gonna like it or not. I know when I saw the movie, I said, well, that's one that I want to see because that's an awesome outfit. Um, and you know, I think they knocked it out of the park, uh, with what they had to work with. So Han Solo, Memban, Mud Trooper. Chris, what was the best three and three quarter inch Hasbro Star Wars figure in 2018? Please say Royal Guard. Please say Royal Guard. Please say Royal Guard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I kind of made up a winners and losers list for myself and I've got a bunch of figures on each list and I actually broke it out by line. Um, yes, 
the Royal Guard is the favorite one for me personally. <laughs> but I, I also acknowledge it's probably not the best figure that they did this year, even in the Force Link line. Um, I would like to be able to say Quay Tulsite, but I've never seen him. I've never seen him for even anything remotely approaching a reasonable price for a Force Link figure. Um, so to me, he hasn't even shown up this year yet. It's difficult to, to say. Um, that Hansel and Bud Trooper looks fantastic. I like the head sculpt on the Princess Leia Organa Hoth. Um, the Vandor one Han Solo looks really nice. Um, the range trooper, even, I mean, I'm just talking, uh, the force link stuff, Rebolt and the Corellian hound, the Lando and Kesselgard two packs all look really nice figures. Uh, going to the vintage collection, I had Empty's nest, the death trooper as a, as a repack on, on the card is beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, finally, the only vintage card back that we got this year from the vintage era was the Hoth Rebel Trooper. It was great to see. It's a good figure on a card that we needed to get back out. For those of us that are trying to collect all the original card backs in a modern line. But my overall winner for the year would be the Vintage Collection Range Trooper, which is just a exquisite looking figure. Hey, that's a good choice. That is very good. I didn't think you were going to nail it down to one. I thought you were going <laughs> No, those are kind of like my, my, my winners, yeah. like going through the list. Like those are like All right. above par figures. I mean, I put a lot of force links in there. They're, 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 they're nice looking figures. Mm-hmm. I don't own a lot of them. I've only seen them at other people's collections. Yeah. And I'd love to see Quay, and I'd love to put him near the top that, of that list. That wave has been hitting, started hitting Fred Meyer. So yeah, keep an eye out. Fred Meyer, I know. South of us, it. Those two Freds, just like they've stopped ordering Star Wars, and those shelves are frozen. No one's buying it. It's not moving anywhere. Yep. All right, Jake, what do you say? Best uh, three and three quarter inch figure of 2018. Well, I will say collectively in the three and three quarter line and not talking about the vintage collection, I do think sculpting has come light years from just a few years ago, right? Look at the Force Awakens uh, figures. They just don't hold up to what they've done in the last couple in the last year i'd say starting with the the last jedi the last jedi and um and solo i think those five poa figures are being sculpted um much uh much better than they have in the past um yeah i had a i had a handful of you know figures i could go through um but nailing it down kind of unconventionally um i like a lot that chris just rattled off but you know what i really think they did a nice job with is the kira from the mission to vandor set i think that they captured her likeness in a way that you know is usually hard to do especially uh with female figures right we all know what what the first power of the force to leia look like right um and you know they've just come light years since then um quay is fantastic uh moloch's pretty awesome um yeah the vintage collection emphasis is awesome i mean there's they've had a really good year for you know good sculpts on figures so um for some of where articulation doesn't matter so much to me i think they're doing a fantastic job with the figure line so 
curious to see where they'll go in the future since um since yeah it looks like you know change is happening all over the place in hasbro at lucasfilm and all over so be interesting to see what the next wave of our style of figures that they focus on will be yeah so who's your winner jake Ooh, uh, go Kira. I like Kira. her a lot. Kira. I think it's just an easy, nice-going, well-depicted figure in a screen-accurate outfit, and yeah, I can go on. But it's simple, but I'm going with it. Awesome. Yeah, I for me, I don't really think they did. I don't think there are very many, if any, bad figures this year. I think they all look really nice. Many years we have like a a clear loser where something just looks <laughs> awful, but I don't think that happened this year. Um, which makes this hard. I really like the Val figure from the, uh, the Val, uh, Mimban figure. Yes. And I thought about that. So, one, but legs are a little bowed on mine. Okay. Well, don't make your problem mine. Cause mine looks good. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's between that and Quaytol site, and I just can't decide. Um, but I'm going to go with Val. Uh, that is another not easy to find figure. So good luck with that one, everybody. <laughs> Next on the list is the worst three and three quarter inch Hasbro Star Wars figure. Uh, Matt, I'm going to start with you on this one. All right, so it's got to be Hasbro gotta be hasbro there's a non-hasbro figures have their own category okay well all right um then i'm gonna go with and i agree there weren't that many bad ones this was hard for me to think of a bad hasbro one which was why i was going off script um i will go with the force link well that's the only one there is the force link l3 droid um just because there's not much to it, uh, you know, they didn't, I don't know, I was just not, I had high hopes for it. I thought this Black Series one was pretty good, um, but the, it's just, there's just something, even for a, you know, I know it's 5 POA, it's not supposed to be super articulated or anything, but even at that, it just seemed unexciting, you know, didn't have any accessories, not that there really could have been any, but it was uh, maybe it might not even be the worst, but it was the most disappointing for me, at least. So that's that's I'll go with L3. OK, uh, Jake, I'm going to hit you up next. What was the worst three and three quarter inch Hasbro Star Wars figure this year? Um, this is one of the few I didn't have to think about. Um, I'm not a fan of the Chewbacca for uh, Solo at all. I think. We have had so many well-done Chewbacca's in both Super Articulated and in 5 POA. I do not think this at all hits the mark. I don't think it captures how Chewie actually does look. I mean, other than the bandolier, of course. But um, I don't think it is a well-sculpted... It's not... I, I'm, it's not as accurate or as good as they've done Chewie at all in the past. So... Um, you know, I just said how sculpting has been really good. I think this is the one, the one that didn't work for me at all. And so, and we've received it a couple times in this line. Um, so yeah, that's my, uh, that's a, yeah, let's see. It was released first without, uh, the bandolier didn't have, uh, 
uh, um, his uh, man. I can't think of those cartridges in the back, right? The what do we call those? What is on his bandolier? Ammo boxes. Yeah, sure. I, I, I really don't grenades. Know. Don't know why I'm so stumped right now, Ammo. but I can't think of the. It didn't have the detailing on the back, and then they reissued it with the detailing, and then of course we got it with uh, the Vandor goggles. But um, uh, I don't. I think this is one of the only figures in the solo line that completely drops the ball for me. So ammo choose. clips, ammo clips. There okay, yeah. there it is. All right, uh, Chris. What was the worst three and three quarter inch figure this year? Well, again, looking through my list of losers, I don't have a ton of losers per se. But um, actually, starting with the vintage collection, uh, that first order stormtrooper is just the articulation is just wonky, and it just it that figure should not have been re-released. Uh, the Jen Urso isn't a bad figure per se; it's just the timing of her re-release was just atrocious. Um, going back over to the Force Link group, uh, that the Darth Vader just it has this like Hulk out pose, which reminds me of a power of the force two figure, which for me is like a quick on my bad list. Um, the Darth Maul and Qui-Gon Jinn two pack, which makes no sense at all, but I've got to join Jake on that Chewbacca. I mean, that thing just looks terrible. That's really back to the, the force awakens era in the five POA figures. It's yeah. I, I would pass on it for free. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what about you? What was the worst three and three quarter inch figure of 2018? Well, I, I kind of looked at this a little different. I don't have the the severe problems that Chewy you guys do, but um, ultimately, I, I was looking at that reissue of Snoke for Force Link 2.0. Um, which, granted, it was coming out again. It originally came with the playset, but sometimes you know you get those playsets just to get that figure. And that still doesn't bother me. It's They put out the vintage uh, carded Snoke at about the same time, which fits the playset so much better because of his knees bend and everything. So the fact that they put out the Force Link 2.0 Snoke at the same time they did the vintage Snoke made no sense at all. So my worst figure is going to be the Force Link 2.0 Snoke. Okay. and I, Yeah, I hate when they do that, when there's a vintage collection figure and a five POA or basic line figure that are or like pretty in much 2011 this... when you could get like four or five different Obi-Wans at the same time. Right. Yeah. yeah. And Qui-Gon. Yeah. 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 I totally get why they re-released that one. It would have been an expensive and difficult one to get individual if you're not a playset or a vehicle collector, but space it out a little bit, wait until episode nine comes out or something and stick them in as a repack in that line. Yeah. Especially with the vintage one coming out. Don't throw it up against the vintage at the same time. Cause I mean, the vintage is hanging everywhere. Of course, that which was is nice. odd. Cause it's the only new figure from that wave, but yeah. 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 All right. Um, since I can't clearly identify any figures that I think looked terrible, um, I'm going to pick the, uh, Han Solo, that comes with the Force Link 2.0 starter set. Because, first off, how much was that starter set? Was it like $39 or something? It was $30. Bucks. It was $39 for mine. It was 30 bucks. And 
that solo was like his that Han the Han Solo that came with it was like the main Han Solo in the movie. And the only way to get it was to buy this thirty dollar hunk of junk that by all accounts I've seen online doesn't work. Um that's irritating. So for that I'm picking this figure as the worst of the year because i think they since that was such a main character and that was his 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 iconic look in the movie that should have been in the basic line so that should have been that should have been absolutely yeah. so um i don't know if that backfired for them or not because they put in the number one character with the <laughs> the worst device um for playability that didn't even work for months bef- after its release. So um, I don't think that took off quite like they uh, wanted to. Yeah, I remember, I think I watched, Ryan, I think I watched your YouTube review of the Force Link 2.0. And I think after I watched your video, I decided I, I'm i never going to put batteries in mine. I'm never going to try it. <laughs> I don't gonna, blame you. I'm just going to I'm just going to ignore Force Link and pretend it's not a thing. I think Hasbro is not going to continue with Force Link. I, there's no signs that it's going to continue, right? I don't, no, I don't no. foresee it continuing. I was but. super excited when I heard about Force Link. I thought that I just was because I like Comtech. It just the voices weren't very good, so I was really excited about this. And uh, after the the first version came out, I really lost all enthusiasm for the whole thing. It's the execution of the technology, not the technology itself. Yeah. It 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 could have been really cool. It could have been. But oh well. So there you go, Han Solo. You're the worst figure of the year in my book. <laughs> <laughs> although Take that. Although the figure itself doesn't look so bad. Not it's not a bad looking figure. It's not. I think the Han with the jacket off is inferior to that one yeah yeah and were there any single packed han solo figures even in the whole line mud not in the line in the vintage collection there was but not in the line oh there's the mud trooper oh the, the, the impossible to well, find that's true one. that did just come out yes <laughs> so the one that was impossible to find was the only it's just that just seems weird to me oh well no it's inexplicable that there was not <laughs> the basic Han Solo in the very first wave. Yeah, it's like, Mom, I want Han Solo. Oh, well, you got to buy this $39 or $30 um, doohickey that doesn't work, or you got to buy a $100 Millennium Falcon. It's just, it's, it's a. It, I mean, it shouldn't have even been in the first line. It should have been a preview figure that you could have got, you know, yeah, months in advance. Well, oh, they don't do that anymore. I know. When, <laughs> when, when a kid, when a kid, can't get the main character what's you, the you, incentive to collect any of the other characters yeah you don't have buy-in you don't have buy-in for uh for a figure or a, or a figure line if you if you make it really hard i mean right. again i think i always talk about it but that's what playmates with teenage mutant ninja turtles does so so well they keep those main four turtles in constant circulation <laughs> both the original version that they released but then also updated versions, but they're always cycled in. You're never, you're never not going to be able to get a Raphael, a Michelangelo, a Leonardo, or a Donatello ever. That's just not. And I think that is something that is, you know, 
is uh, you know appealing to people, knowing that they can get started in this line no matter when yeah. and get the figures they want. Yep. Not putting the main character on its own in the very first wave is it's almost as if they didn't put the main villain of the movie in a in an action oh. figure. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's they'd never do something that stupid. Um, so. It is it is six months since a film's been out, and there is ne- neither the villain, the villain's right hand, or the stinking uh, mastermind behind the villain. We don't have any of the you know the the guards. We don't have the villain himself, and we don't have Maul. It is just. Do you think we'll is, ever see the main villain? Oh, I mean, I, yes. Dryden? He's coming out six inch form. form. I'm not, I'm in the six three inch, maybe three, three quarter inch. No. Some, still uh, see it? Uh, no. No. Someday. No. Yes. No. That that's that will never get made. My my goal my 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 th- goal like I'm running anybody. Um, my thoughts were with this year break that we're having year and a half break we would see some of those things filled in but since we don't know anything. Outside the vintage collection, um, we only know that we're going to get resistance at some point. I mean, I don't know what to think. And we'll get to 19 predictions, I think, later on. All right. Next on the list, best three and three quarter inch Hasbro Star Wars vehicle, beast, or playset. Oh, did I get everybody? I think so. For worst? Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure so. I didn't skip anybody. We won't complain. Okay. Uh, best three and three quarter inch Hasbro Star Wars vehicle, beast, or playset. Uh, Matt, we're going to start with you. Um, there weren't a whole lot to choose from. I mean, I liked that. Said I liked both of the uh, the Tie Fighters that they came out with. I thought that the the cheaper one that never showed up in stores really was the was the better of the two, if only because it was new. Uh, but I'm going to go with the, I keep wanting to call it the, the hovercraft from Rogue One, but it's not, you know, just the Imperial Troop Transport or Transport, whatever they call it. The Imperial um, Assault Tank. Assault Tank. There you go. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> um, again, there's something that I don't think anybody ever saw in a store, uh, which is just weird, but. It's an awesome thing. It's got the the detail on it is awesome. Every, I mean, everything about it is for you know for that vehicle, it's perfect. And they succeeded in coming out with you know putting the driver in the stores at the time that the vehicle was available. I mean, it it was it was handled perfectly, and they did it very well. And my only complaint is that it shouldn't have cost eighty dollars, but. Um, you know, if you were able to find it for 50-something, I mean, that's a no-brainer. Good pick. Uh, Ryan, what was your pick for the best uh, three-and-a-quarter-inch scaled vehicle beaster playset? Well, I, I'm going to say a lot similar to Matt here. I, I love the uh, the Force Link TIE Fighter. I love that we got an updated TIE Fighter, brand-new mold and everything. Um I still don't know why that's 40 bucks and the vintage one is 80 bucks when the vintage one is just a reuse of an old mold. But I like that. But, I mean, come on, that assault tank is awesome. Uh, the details they put into that, the, the pieces and everything, I know it's 80 bucks, but 
you know, compared to all the other vehicles we've been getting for the last few years, this blows it all out of the water. It's worth that 80 bucks just for all the detail, all the paint, all the pieces that comes in it. I, I love this tank. We all wanted it after Rogue One. The fact they gave it to us, and they gave it to us so awesomely. I, I, I just think it's amazing. Um, if I ever see this for 30 or 40 bucks, like they've popped up supposedly out there, I, I, I might buy another one because that's how much I like it. But I, definitely that assault tank. Chris, what's your opinion on this? Uh, I've actually I've been looking at getting a Tie Fighter, um, and I've, I've been trying to going back and forth between the Force Link one and the Vintage Collection one. I honestly, I the Force Link one is on my winners list, um, but hands down, no question, it's the Imperial Combat Assault Tank. I mean, that is just a beautiful piece of plastic, and probably one of the finest vehicles as far as just inch-for-inch, pound-for-pound detail of any vehicle I would put it up against as far as the quality and work of craftsmanship of a vehicle. Jake, what was the best uh, three-three-quarter-inch scale vehicle, beast, or playset? I really do think that small TIE Fighter is an amazing update to all TIE Fighters that have gone before it. I think the proportions are great. I like that the sturdiness of the wings, and they are outlined in these little rubber, um, you know, the stra- the kind of the spokes on it and the surrounding of the of the um, wings are actually coated in this, like, rubbery area, which, you know, um, it, it just improves the quality. Its break-apart features are cool but not obtrusive. It's a really, really great uh, vehicle. So that would be my number two. But, yeah, the the hover tank is is by far. I mean, it's just it's really comparing, like, major league to minor league, right? And we have been playing in the minor leagues for a while. Um, even the ATDT, DP, not DP, DT, I'm getting <coughs> lost in my alphabet lately with walkers. Um, but the Rogue One one, you know, uh, it's got some cool detailing on it, but even the insides of the legs are hollow. They're going back to, you know, when they started half sculpting these vehicles um, with that one to kind of save those, you know, to save the cost of plastic or design or whatever. Um, and the, the, the hover tank spared no expense in anything like that. So um, definitely the same vote. It's unanimous. I will also go with the Imperial Combat Assault Tank from the Vintage Collection. Um, you know, this was called the Hover Hover Tank for a while. Early marketing of the movie. And mm-hmm. I think that name kind of stuck around. So people still sometimes call this the Hover Tank. Although it has treads and I don't think it's capable of hovering. Well, you heard the... You heard the explanation is that there are two versions and the canon uh, explanation are there is a treaded version and a hover version okay maybe we'll get the hovering version some other year <laughs> i'd buy it yeah. <laughs> um yeah yeah this thing wins yeah that tie fighter from the force link 2.0 is really cool but this wins easily yeah all right next is the worst three and three quarter inch hasbro star wars vehicle beaster playset Jake, I'm going to go to you first on this one. Um, you know, there's just there's vehicle-wise, we we've not had that many this year at all. This is a very slow year for uh, three and three quarter vehicles. 
Um, we happened to get a really awesome one, but the herd wasn't that big. Um, does the mini Force Link Falcon count? There's no referee I hope so. present. <laughs> you can count <laughs> it if you want. Because <laughs> I don't want to say I don't want to say the large the the the, the Kessel Run Falcon. Because I don't think it's horrible. Is it as good as previous Falcons? No, but I don't think it's worst vehicle of the year. Um, and uh, I know some people don't like the card stock or the um, you know that that cardboard uh, cut uh, cut out play sets that we have. But I happen to be fond for them, probably because we grew up in the vintage era. Um, but uh, that that mini Falcon, it really does nothing, and it's really like. It's rubbery. It's just cheaply made, and I don't think it should have cost as much as we paid for it. Uh, to me, it's a part of that value series of vehicles that we used to get at like big lots and discount retailers that go with the you know the value almost six inch five POA figures that we got every movie until Solo. Um, to me, it really feels like it fits in that category and not part of the proper three and three quarter line. So. That would be my vote. Okay, Chris, what was your what? What would you consider the worst vehicle beaster playset from this year? Um, one of my first things I, I would jump on and really buys probably the worst is the reissue of the Wrath Tar. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was clearance. I mean, a, a dollar. I think I saw it as low as getting clearance out, and then they roll it out again. Uh. That just it blows my mind. I was not a fan of the Han Solo Land Speeder. I, uh, I, it's probably more a design issue that I have with the vehicle than the, the toy itself. It just it looks so boring to me. Um, I was not a fan of the AD, ATDT Walker. Um, I, I gotta say that the Vintage Collection uh, Tie Fighter at eighty dollars to me is kind of a loser. Uh, even though that's probably the one I'm going to end up holding out to get, even with the the Force Link one, I'm liking it as a winner on my on the other side, and it's down to like what, twenty three, twenty four dollars right now on Amazon, and I, I I'm just I'm still wanting to hold out for that one, and I don't even care about the box, so, but my overall loser is that Kessel Run Millennium Falcon. That thing just. It's such a sad state of affairs where the Falcon has fallen and what toys for the Falcon have become. Um, even from compared to the vintage mold, it's just a sad excuse for a toy, let alone the legacy vintage collection version. So the Kessel Run Falcon, my loser. Okay. Did you put it up better than the Force Awakens one? Uh, that one is rough. That's like choosing between dysentery and the plague. Yeah, really, really. The Force Awakens yeah. stuff actually had oh. play value. You could put figures inside of it. It didn't just have a sleeping chamber from Han. Come on. No. I'm just the asking. Castle Run. You I'm can lay asking. Han Solo down inside the cargo hold. That's it. That's all you can do. And blast panels off. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Force Awakens Falcon. It's awesome. That's fine. <laughs> All right, Ryan, what what do you, what's your uh, what's your vote for worst three and a quarter inch uh, vehicle beast or playset? You know that thirty dollar Force Link two point Falcon sucks. Um, it is a 
It's a piece of garbage. It is a, a hunk of plastic that fires off the the thing in front for thirty bucks just so you get sounds. It's so stupid. Um, I want to go with the Kessel Run Falcon because it's overpriced. Uh, the play value was terrible on it. I mean, as a toy, it's okay. If it was like forty dollar toy, maybe. But uh, the fact that you can only fit one figure into it and you can lay Han Solo down the back is terrible. But I mean. That $30 Force Link Falcon is a piece of crap. Um, I, I wouldn't suggest that to anybody. So that is definitely the worst one of the year. Okay. Uh, Jake, what about you? No, I. Oh, yeah. Who did I, I already. Who did I miss? Me. Matt. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Sorry. Matt, in your opinion, what was the worst vehicle piece or playset? I got nothing to add. It's the Kessel Run Falcon. And it's for the same reason that I said, I think, when we talked about this stuff back when it came out. If you make a Millennium Falcon that cannot fit Han and Chewie in the cockpit, at least even pretend to fit Han and Chewie in the cockpit, it fails. Yes. I mean, that's, you know, that is like requirement number one for a Millennium Falcon. It's got to have room for two in the cockpit. And this doesn't. I mean, and that alone makes it, I think, worse than the other one, which doesn't, you know, it, it's not made to have figures in it, the, the $30 one. I almost didn't count it as part of the, you know, I know it's compatible with the Force Link, but it's otherwise, like Jake said, it's it seems to be part of that, you know, value city line, whatever they called that. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's the Kessel Run Falcon. It's, you know, yeah. no matter how... You know, redeeming any other feature is it fails because it because of the inability to hold two figures in the cockpit. So yeah, okay. you know that Kessel Run Falcon is a hundred dollars and uh, thirty dollars on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Well, on Amazon right now. It, it was a hundred. Yeah. Um, if you take the Weasel figure, which is the uh, character that Warwick Davis plays, mm-hmm. if you take that action figure that came out earlier this year. It's probably the shortest figure of the Force Force Link line, I think. Maybe maybe Yoda, but it's pretty close. You stand him next to the Falcon, and he's just a little bit taller. <laughs> That's a problem. That is a problem. Um, okay. that, that and I will defend the Force Awakens Falcon for what it is. With that big, it's, uh, it's, it, it's not the best Falcon. It's got the Nerf measure. dart. It's, it's got the Nerf dart. I got no problem with the Nerf darts as long as you can conceal them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is a Nerf dart any worse than some big, huge plastic projectile missile that we got on? I don't know. Stuff back in the nineties. I mean, as long as you can conceal it. Yeah. It All was right. just people looking for something to complain about. I'm with you, Matt. I'm with you there. So I like Force Awakens Falcon. It's a great All right. Show. We'll do a show about that. Maybe we'll do a whole show about <laughs> it. All right. I think we do need to take a moment to reflect. <laughs> our, our, some of our worst figures were Han and Chewie, and all of our worst vehicles were the Millennium Falcon. And this was the year that Solo and Han got Solo and Chewie got their own movie. Yeah, there is a problem here. That's a yeah, problem. That's a huge there were a lot problem, Jake. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually like I liked the movie. So, I love the movie. Oh, the movie's great. Absolutely love the movie. But that Falcon's terrible. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we got to keep moving on. Uh, okay. 
Let's move it on up to the 6-inch Black Series figures from Hasbro. Best 6-inch Star Wars Black Series figure of 2018. Chris, I'm going to start with you. Uh, so some of these I haven't seen in person, but from what I've seen online, the Lando uh, Calrissian Skip Guard looks really good. Uh, the Rebel Fleet Trooper, Han Bespin I actually saw once at retail. Was mildly tempted, but like you know, I'm I'm pretty much off six inch. Uh, I saw the Gamorrean Guard. It looks very nice. Uh, looks like a good figure. But the one that actually got me to cave and buy another six inch figure is the one my vote for this year, and that's General Veers. All right. Good pick, I think. Uh, Matt, what about you? What was the best uh, six inch figure this year from Hasbro? This was a tough one for me because I am very, very fond of the Range Trooper. Uh, I think that the detailing on that is awesome. The soft goods is perfect. It's got good posability. The detail on all the leggings. I mean, for a character we saw up close for maybe two shots, you know, in the movie, it's still, it's a, it's a really awesome figure. I like that. But I think, you know, it's sort of like the, the, Imperial Assault Tank. I think you got to go with the Gamorrean Guard this year. Um, it was just, you know, as good as the vintage collection Gamorrean Guard was back in 2010 or 11, whichever year that came out. You know, this is just as good. And I think it, it might be the best Black Series, six inch Black Series figure they've come out with in the whole line. It's details great. You got a choice of weapons. Great posability, perfect use of soft goods, which I usually don't like. And, uh, you know, really, yeah, I, I couldn't, I, there's nothing that I would have done better or, you know, wish they had done with the Gamorrean Guard. It's, it's great. All right. Uh, Jake, what's your pick? Oh, man. It, you know, for six inch uh, collectors, this was a, uh, you know, a, Feast of a year with, like you said, the Gamorrean's amazing. Uh, Piet, for being an old old guy, Imperial officer, it's just a it's a great figure, even though it doesn't sound very exciting. Um, but I'm going to go with an unusual pick here, and I'm going to go with Snoke on his throne. I really do think that is a uh, that is like a you know, for a lack of a better word, a centerpiece to a you know a last jedi collection of six inch figures um i think it is uh well done i think it's something that we're sorely lacking with a palpatine on his throne um and so uh i I just think it works a lot of different ways i mean it's a great figure it's uh the soft goods don't look uh horrible which i usually have a problem with that at least on mine um but uh i think that throne is uh, a great accessory and uh you know it captures what that figure mostly does it sits on his butt so um yeah i'm gonna go with that as a uh, unusual choice because um yeah piet and the gamorian are practically no-brainers and that vandor chewy is really really cool too Okay, uh, Ryan, what was your pick for the best six-inch uh, figure this year? Hey, this is a hard choice. The the six-inch stuff this year was just amazing. I know I found myself in my reviews 
I was giving them like a hundred percent almost every time. When with the the face scanning technology, we're just getting amazing figures every time. There, it's when we get to the worst figure, it's hard to pick one, uh, and it's almost hard to pick uh, the best. I, I want to go with the Gamorrean Guard. It's the the easy choice. I, I think it's a great figure, but the one that stuck out the most to me was another Target exclusive, and that's the the Bespin Escape Leia. And while it seems like a, a cheap figure where you're using reusing parts from the Hoth Leia, although when I got it, I didn't have Hoth Leia yet, um, it's the the face on that figure looks so much like Carrie Fisher. Uh, and I know earlier, like Jake was talking about what we've seen with Carrie Fisher figures from 95, um, and that figure just blew me away, even more than the Hoth Leia. Now that I have it, I can compare the two, and I really think that that Bespin Leia just nailed it dead on. Uh, with the the head sculpt, the the paint apps, everything about it, I, I love that figure. Every time I see it in Target, I'm tempted to buy another one. Uh, I think it's it really is the best uh, six inch figure of the year. All right, Ooh, this was a hard one for me too, but I think I'm going to go with General Veers. I think not only is it just a great, I mean the figure looks great, the armor looks great, but when you take that helmet off, that is a perfect. Uh, Julian Glover likeness. Like, they just nailed it. Um, I'm surprised I'm going with this one because this body has been reused for, what, five figures now? Something like that. But uh, Well, it started off as Thrawn, right? Yeah, Thrawn, Tarkin, Piet, uh, Veers. Was it anybody, you know? And Was this Krennic, too? Did they use the same body? I haven't uh, looked close enough. Don't think so, but I don't. Maybe it's it's possible. Um, so yeah, they keep using this body, but I really like Veer, so I'm with Chris on this one. But man, that Gamorian guard also, it's a it's a hard pick, but uh, I'm going with Veers. All right, um, cycling around, we're gonna go to the worst six inch Black Series figure from Hasbro this year. Um, Matt, we'll go, we'll start with you. Uh, you know, I liked, you know, there were very few that I didn't think were, you know, of value. It was a pretty good year all around. Um, but I mean, I'm going to go with the, uh, the patrol trooper just cause Ooh. it's just, oh no, what? <laughs> <laughs> not the patrol trooper no. what'd he do to you uh, nothing that's exactly what it is it's not i mean it's an it's fine it's just we got a lot you know it's another trooper and i'm not saying that out of dislike of the patrol trooper but just you know it was if i keep thinking that dj came out this year and I want—I keep wanting to say it was DJ, but just, <laughs> if, if he did, he, he would be the worst. Can I, I got mine this year. You can count it. Mine didn't come till this year. So, okay. I mean, that's when I looked at the wall. I'm like, DJ, that's the one. That's the worst. But uh, yeah, that was last. Year. Some just patrol trooper by default. He should have. They should have packed him with that. Uh, that he should have had his speeder bike or whatever. Yeah, he should. That you know, they should have held him off to be a vehicle yeah okay uh jake what did what did you think was the worst six inch star wars black series figure this year um the worst i put um 
just because it's uh, I mean, maybe same kind of motivation as Matt, uninterested in it, right? It's not exciting. It didn't do, you know, no one's leaping up and down for it. And I'm a, and uh, you know, no, it did come out this year. I know that it did. I think. Oh crap! Maybe it didn't. Dang it. Zuvio. Uh, no. <laughs> did the first order officer that was packed in with Ad, Admiral Akbar, the Toys R Us exclusive, was that? 2017 or 18? I'm thinking now it's 17. Yeah, I think it was 17. It was I 17. think that was 17, yeah. Dang, nabbit. Because I picked mine up when Toys R Us was going out of business, so... Eh, count it, who cares? Um, yeah, there's no. that's fine. If you want to count that one, I'm okay with that. Uh, let's see. It, the, it came um, out really late last year, so it's hard to... Yeah, you know, I mean, there. if you think about it, since Solo's been out, I mean... Solo came out, uh, what, around figure number like 62. Right. And they're only up to 77 in the numbered series. So it's not like there's been oodles of 6-inch this year, right? Um, now, granted, we did get the... Um, go, go look at those exclusives again. Yeah. Right, I know. I know. Yeah, That's what yeah. I was saying. The, the exclusive game is a whole other thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean... As not a super six-inch collector, um, I can't say that my vote carries much weight because I'm not collecting all of these. But I did find that it was, uh, you know, that Astromech set that uh, you guys were scrambling for. That was this year, right? Yeah, that was. And that didn't have much to. uh, It wasn't too exciting, right? There was. It was just all reissues with less accessories. Exactly. Yeah. Repaints yep. with less accessories. For a high price. Yeah. yeah. For those accessories you won't use, but hey, we still want them. <laughs> well, you'll lose them. <laughs> we want more things to lose. Exactly. <laughs> Jake, is that your pick? Sure, why not? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chris, what what's your pick for the uh, worst uh, three three quarter inch figure? That you uh, so I actually have four on my losers list. Uh Four. Yeah, four. Um, first two, I don't think are bad figures per se, but since the beginning of the six-inch line, I've told myself I'm going to collect armored Imperials and any other figure possibly if it gets down to $10 or less. And one in particular, I was actually, when it first was revealed, I was very excited about getting, and I lost all my excitement and even eventually found it on the hanging on the pegs and still passed on it. And that was... Tarkin. I, I just oh. found it Ooh. disappointing at for me at retail price. Uh, what? Yeah. Um, oh. Death Star Trooper also. I, I can't I hear this. Those. <laughs> I can't um, hear this. What figure? Hostile, Say that. What figure are you picking as the worst? <laughs> I, I haven't got to that yet. Okay. Um, the Han Solo with the mink fur uh, scarf, whatever thing that is, that was <laughs> in that exclusive pack. Ooh, that looks right. awful. It looks better in person, but I yeah, forgot I, about I, that I, one, Chris. Thanks for bringing that up. My, that yeah. cha- Which one are you talking? That about? may change my list. The international exclusive. Yeah. Hanslo, uh, Hoth. Oh, the Hoth thing. Yeah. Yeah, with the big old mink scarf he's got on. I guess I got to take a better look at that. I don't know. But the one that probably fills me with the most sadness, looking at and disappointment when I finally got it, was the Jawa. I love me some Jawas, and 
he's the figure that said, told me I need to be done with six inch. Mm. So, okay. I know we're not holding any, uh, but I think three of the four figures you mentioned are from last year. Technically. Yeah. They were reissued this year though. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, well they were put out this year. I vote for Zuvio. <laughs> They didn't reissue Zuvio well, this year. He just still hanging on the peg. <laughs> didn't that Jawa though come out like the single card, not the not the vintage collection version of it, single but the box, yeah, the single card version was the single boxed version was this year. Yes, right. exactly. Yeah. So Chris, that is a valid answer. Not a popular one, I realize, but for me, it was one of the most disappointing figures of the year. Okay. All right. I wanted to love it. I wanted to be happy with it. <laughs> okay, Ryan, what's your pick for the worst six-inch figure this year? Th- this is a very hard choice. Uh, I think the six-inch figure line this year has been awesome. I, to me, there are no duds at all this year. Uh, so to figure something out, I, I looked at what something that was missed, really, that should have been made or made this way. If you picked up the the San Diego Comic-Con Bespin Han Solo, it has the Harrison Ford pointing finger uh, hidden in that uh, hand as an extra hand that you can give to that figure. And I know, you know, with exclusives, we get extra things. This already had the Minoc and the breathing mask. The regular release of Bespin Han Solo should have had that pointer finger. If you know anything about Harrison Ford, he uses... This hand, like in every movie, he's always pointing his finger at it's something. It's a finger. Yeah, exactly. This should have been in the regular Luis Bespin Han Solo, especially since they hid it in the San Diego Comic-Con one, so you didn't really see it to begin with. It, it wouldn't have been that big a deal to me if they'd put it in there and not in the in the Comic-Con one or in both, whatever. But uh, So I'm going to make the regular release of Bespin Han Solo as the worst figure of the year for 6-inch. I love the figure, but it needs that hand. All right. My pick um, just changed because Chris reminded me of something that I forgot about. That Han Solo that comes with that exclusive um, two-pack with Leia, um, with the mink scarf or whatever he's got on. <laughs> Easily my least favorite figure. <laughs> Easily. For, for, for many reasons. First off, it doesn't – that that thing around his collar doesn't look like anything like what was in the movie. So there's that. Um, another thing is, that's the wrong Han Solo for that scene. Like, if they're trying to make it look like that classic scene, that's the wrong figure. And the third reason, I think they got his coat color wrong. It's supposed to be blue. And I'm pretty oh, sure boy. that one is brown. <laughs> so that thing has three <laughs> strikes against it. I, I collect nearly every six-inch figure but I am not getting that one. So that one can not come over to my house and play with the other figures. <laughs> well, fine. It's not coming over. It'll stay right here. <laughs> so that's my answer. Thanks, Chris, because I didn't really have a good answer for this question until you brought that one up. Uh, um, no problem. <laughs> okay. Uh, next, let's go on to Vehicles and Beasts for the 6-inch uh, series um, or play sets if you want to count the Whatever, I know some of them come with accessories or whatever, I don't know. Whatever you want. Uh, what was the uh, best uh, Black Series vehicle or beast of the year? Um, Ryan, I'm going to start with you. 
Uh, I, this, without a doubt, has to be Enfys Nest Swoop Bike. Uh, when I got, I was not excited for this thing. I I'd pre-ordered it on Amazon, and it showed up. And I took it out of the package. I could not believe how big it is. Uh, when you assemble it, it's very long. In fact, the shelf I have it on, it sticks out. And every time I walk by, I, I hit it because it's sticking out. Uh, the detail on it was so cool. I, I know people are probably going to say Dubak in this category. Uh, the Dubak did not as excite me as this bike, and I wasn't even excited about the bike. I didn't care about the bike. I didn't care about the three and three quarter inch bike, but this six inch version just blew me away. I absolutely love it. And uh, not only that, but I've, I've got to say, as far as the vehicles and beasts go, this was the first one to truly have a brand new figure uh, come with it, as all the rest were had either a, a reuse of a figure or a figure with reused parts on every one of them. And this actually came with a brand new figure, but even the bike itself, I would say, as the best of the year for sure. All right, Jake, what what do you think was the uh, best uh, Black Series vehicle or beast? Um, well, yeah, I mean, we uh, don't have a smorgasbord of options this year. Uh, I think our options are the Dubak and Emphis Nests. Um, so with that being said, um, yeah, the Emphis Nest is uh, a pretty killer piece and uh, all around, so... I won't elaborate more. That's that's what it's got to be. All right. Uh, Chris, in your opinion. So our best? choices are the Dewback or Emphy's Nest. <laughs> um, uh, I'll, I'll give it to Emphy's Nest simply because it, it's a cool figure and it's one that hasn't been done before. Um, yeah, I, I didn't have it. I haven't really looked at it much, so... Um, take it for what. <laughs> All right, Matt, be a voice of reason in this. I what am, was the best uh, six-inch uh, vehicle or beast or playset? So the Dewback. Thank you. <laughs> and that's not saying anything against Infus Nest, which was. I mean, I want to echo a lot of what I guess Jake said. I was not excited about it uh, when it showed up. It was. I was surprised at how good it was, and it's awesome. And the six-inch vehicles slash beasts, going back to the beginning of the line, have been consistently excellent. There's, I mean, even Ray's Speeder, which is a a boring vehicle, they did a great job with making the boring vehicle, you know, accurate and all that. So they've always done great on these, going back to the Tauntauns and all that. But the Dewback is great. I've got a soft spot for the Dewback, I guess, probably because of the vintage toy and all that. But it's a great sculpt, and you know, it's one of the few that I might end up getting a you know extra one just for no reason whatsoever, just because I like it so much. So there you go. Yep. As far as I'm concerned, that is the only correct answer to this question. The Dewback. <laughs> it's awesome. It's really awesome. And I was looking at some photos from from uh a new hope um not too long ago and whoever sculpted this really paid close attention to the facial details of the dubak like it's just spot on so it's great it's the best what's the worst (laughs) ryan what was the worst black series vehicle or beast this year Uh, i'm sorry jason (laughs) um 
to do back. Oh! <laughs> um, by process of elimination, I mean, I I don't know. I, I wasn't as excited about this. I actually waited a long time until I bought mine. Um, I think it's a little underscaled, too. Uh, and I compare this to my three and three quarter inch dewbacks, and it's not very much bigger. In fact, that uh, the one that the dewback we got from it was a Walmart exclusive around 2010, 2011. Legacy, yeah. Yeah, um, I think it's actually a little bit longer than this dewback, um, which I found weird. Now, granted, that, that, that one from Walmart was not. The best dewback ever, I'll, I'll give it that. But um, I, I have nothing really against this dewback. It seems a little small, but and it looks cool. But I thought the Emphasis bike was the, better. The Walmart so, dewback, even though it comes with a Sand Trooper, that's the episode one dewback. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but is it like like the giant dewback or something? Or <laughs> I don't right. know. Um, I, I I I just I like Emphasis nuts. All right. Better. Uh, Jake, what was the worst Black Series vehicle or beast this year? Well, uh, in the last category, we said vehicle, beast, or playset. Yeah, I didn't think there were any playsets, but if you can think of one, go ahead. Well, I'm going to apply the centerpiece uh, collection as as a playset, and... uh, because of that, I'm going to give it to, and, and this is, I'm going to word this very carefully, just the Ray figure from the Ray um, centerpiece set. I love the environment. I love everything about it. I love the San Diego exclusive one I have that actually does mist, and the trees that light up are amazing. So the set itself is awesome, and it comes with the Kylo Ren with battle damage. It's I can't rave enough about that set, and I never thought I would say that. Um, but the Ray figure itself, I think, is way less believable than the previous three kylo was from a screen accurate uh scene uh vader and luke are a little exaggerated from what they actually did but ray is to me completely out of character to the way she fought in the films uh and so just the ray figure would be my <laughs> all right really weird answer Okay. So the worst vehicle is <laughs> Ray figure. was a Our figure. Is the she's not a figure. She doesn't articulate. She is a, a figure piece of a playset. It's a figure. Right. <laughs> okay. I don't want to say the dewback. It's not bad. It's just you know. Yeah. We don't have many options here. Uh, Chris, what was the worst this year? Uh, well, I'd be, I'd be happy to go with any of the centerpiece stuff uh, since I'm just really not a fan of that. Um, but going back to the original two, I'm going to do a odd choice. I'm going to say Empty's Nest again, simply because if I was in a store and I had to make a choice between the two and I could only buy and I had to buy one, I'd probably buy the do back. Yeah, good. That would be a good choice. So, <laughs> yeah, even yeah. though I, I think probably Empty's Nest is probably the better and more unique and interesting release. I'm an OT collector, and I'm going to veer towards OT items. Now, Chris, you just don't like the centerpiece sets because they're six-inch scale? Because I feel like you, as an accomplished diorama builder, would absolutely love those if they were done in three and three-quarter. If they were done, like, really movie accurate, I might be more into them. 
Um, but they've taken a lot of license. I mean, you can go back a couple of years ago. I jumped on the podcast with Jason and some folks, and we were talking about that, uh, the explosions around the ADAT foot with Luke. And it's just like, where did this come from? <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah. I've, I've had a bad taste in my mouth about that line ever since it first released, and I've just never been tempted whatsoever on it. Chris, go, go check out the uh, Kylo Ren one. That is the most movie-accurate one there is, yeah. and it's pretty darn impressive. I, it it kind of snuck in there, but it blew me away. Just so you know, it, you yeah. can go check that out. Oh, in fairness, yeah. I mean, they, not to say all of them. Um, the OT ones have, I can, that I can think of have all been very, um, I don't know, dramatized scenes. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Matt, what was the worst uh, six-inch Black Series vehicle, beast, or non-action action figure, or, or uh, whatever else you could think of of the okay, year? I, I was inclined to go with the Ray Star Killer base centerpiece, like like Jake did, just because I like the do back, obviously, and the Enfys Nest thing is I don't want to call it the worst, uh, but if we can like just if it if having a a base count you know makes it count as a playset of some sort, then I'm going to go with the the Target exclusive Luke Jedi from uh, Octu, <laughs> okay. just because uh, it annoyed me, just because it hung around for so long, and then even at clearance for six bucks, they couldn't get rid of them. So <laughs> in the at the end of the day, it just annoyed me by being there. I got no problem with the figure itself, besides it being like a repack. But see, if you're gonna go with that, why not the Ray from Toys R Us, which she never actually was on crate in that area, and that base makes no sense for her. Was that this year? Yeah. No. I oh the the, the if Luke it was this was year. I'll go with too. that. <laughs> I got the Luke in December last year. So really? I know it's it was that yeah. long ago. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like in April. Uh, well, Sounds okay. like we're all very hard pressed on on our, our dislikes. Look, there weren't. You know, there were two vehicles this year, and they were both really good. Yeah, you know, exactly. that's what I'll say at the end. Okay. All so. right. Okay. I think you guys all missed the obvious, or maybe I've just got it. Maybe I'm just uh, picking something that's not correct. But for me, the worst six-inch scaled Star Wars Black Series vehicle or beast would have to be those two Porgs. Packed in a tiny little package for like ten bucks or whatever they wanted, those were ridiculous. They should have been ridiculously awesome. They should have been packed with a figure, or there should have been like ten of them in the pack. But to just pack two of them in a little box and sell it, uh, I don't know. I I just think that was a bad idea. And um, you can't find them. You can't find them. They're not even out. I have never seen one in a store. I haven't either. I had to buy it on Amazon. Wow. Yeah. They were all over Target around up up in my area. I've never seen it at retail, but they're online easily found. Yeah. So I think it was a dirty trick. Those should have, they should have came with Chewbacca or something. They should have. True. Like like the three and three quarter inch or one. They got more money out of us this way. Yeah. Yeah. But if they're going to do a pack, why not do like, at least five. You know, why just the two tiny little accessories? It just seems really strange. Um, what's next? Are they going to sell Yoda's snake in a little box like that? Or, you know, a... Ooh, I'd buy it. <laughs> 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 you 
Ewok babies. They could put Ewok babies in there. <sighs> yeah. I, I would love for them to go back and do... I mean, again, this isn't stuff we get because Disney's pumping out content too fast for Hasbro or any producer to keep up with. Um, but I would love a creature series, honestly. I want a Crystal Fox. I yes. would love vine snakes and and the things flying around Dagobah. I would love you know Fathiers. I would love those big stilted creatures. Milk. Um, the milking cow. The sea cow. Yes, I would buy that damn sea cow and the I would milk it. Green milk. Um, the, the thing that Anakin rides in Attack of the Clones. Like, yes. The giant sea thingy. What about the brain sucker from Rogue One? I mean the you know or Golet or Golet. This is like we are in a lack of creature right now. I know there was there was even a point where we weren't getting that many aliens. So that's starting to come up a little bit uh, better now. But man, I would love, just absolutely love, because those are those are well, shelf builders. Those are diorama builders. Those are background. Th- those are things that people could troop build. I mean, there's lots of money there. They built the Rathtar. Nobody bought it. You could. You could you could army build Rathars, okay. but nobody bought them. First of all, I it's underscaled, and second of all, you can't get those darn tentacles in for the life. That is of true. That that is a problem. Glue. Hot glue. I is, super glued mine in. Mine are never coming out. There are reasons people didn't buy that. Okay. All right. Okay, moving on. This was a hard one for me. What was the best non-Hasbro Star Wars action figure? Any scale, any company. Except for Hasbro. Uh, Matt, I'll start with you. Oh, what? Okay. What, <laughs> what counts an as an action figure? Uh, whatever you to... think Whatever you think counts. Okay. Well, Lego minifigures, talking... Jack Pacific, Hot Toys, Fig Arts, whatever. Okay, the Hot Toys Emperor. All right. That's, you know, I like the Emperor. Hot Toys always does great stuff. That's the only Hot Toys uh, I got this year, Uh so I don't have any to compare it to. Um, But, you know, they did a really good job. It's better than the old Sideshow one from, well, a long time ago. Um, You know, they did what you would expect from Hot Toys, for a figure that costs, you know, $250, $300. So. Did he come with, um, like, any accessories besides his cane? Um, no. No? Not that I can. I, I opened him up and put him up with the cane, and I honestly don't remember what else was in there. Did he come with, like, hands, lightning hands or anything? Sith lightning? I don't. I don't believe it did. Because uh, uh, I. Yeah, I didn't remember seeing it in there. Okay. Just wondering. Uh, Chris. What do you think was the best non-Hasbro Star Wars action figure of the year? He's sitting on the table looking straight at me, and that's my Emperor's Royal Guard from Hot Toys. Nice. He's a thing of beauty. Um, Hot Toys has some amazing sculpts. Some of their faces are just unbelievably beautiful. But this is the one I own, and by far the one I'm most interested in. So there may be better ones out there, but for me, this was the best. All right. Uh, Ryan, what about you? I didn't buy any Hot Toys this year, so mine won't be Hot Toys. But uh, I'll go with something I I do love, and that is the Bandai model kits, the Han Solo Stormtrooper figure. 
number one, I love the Bandai model kits, and while this year's kind of been like re-release type thing or slightly re-release, and this is, I mean, it's basically the Stormtrooper body, but the way they did the Han Solo head, it looks really good, and it's still several pieces put together to, to get it on there, um, but it looks like Harrison Ford. The Luke Skywalker doesn't look as much like Mark Hamill, but I really liked the the look of this figure. And um, I didn't buy a whole lot that wasn't Hasbro this year. So uh, we'll go with the Bandai uh, model kit Han Solo Stormtrooper figure. All right. And Jake, what about you? Well, since I don't want you to hang up on me, I won't say the Lando Calrissian in his white Hawaii space jungle outfit from Funko Pop vinyls. Um <laughs> I will then break the rules to this no-rule show and say that 12-inch Yoda was absolutely amazing from Hasbro. <laughs> okay. Isn't this non-Hasbro? It is non-Hasbro, but I, but you kind of got a point. It doesn't really fit in with yeah, the... Yeah, uh, I couldn't figure mm-hmm. out where my love for this figure would fit in because the next one is the best non-action figure. <laughs> All right, I'll accept that answer only because we didn't do a whole round of uh, shampoo <laughs> bottle figures, which we probably never will do. But <laughs> but this should be the king. This is literally the Jedi Master of the shampoo bottles. It is a fantastic original trilogy, Yoda. Yeah, you know, I quit collecting that line when The Force Awakens came out, and I did end up getting the Yoda just because I thought it did look cool. Uh, you quit when The Force Awakens comes out, so yeah. that means you're only behind, like, five figures. <laughs> well, it's more than that. Yeah, yeah, they've had a bunch. That yeah. um, The Yoda is really cool, Jake, for sure, but doesn't he look, like, a little too tall or something? Oh, he's fantastic. Is he? I mean, yeah, yeah I agree. He is fantastic, but... He, he is taller. He's I don't a know little if tall. he's in scale with all the 12-inch, but these 12-inch aren't in scale okay. because Vader is the same damn size as the Stormtrooper and Han Solo and Hera and everybody else in the line. All right. They didn't make a Hera, but... No, I was going to say, there's a 12-inch Hera? No, I missed no there's not. Not yet. <laughs> okay. Um... Jason, can I amend mine? Yeah. <laughs> you don't like... <laughs> You, you you just don't like that royal guard or that uh, not royal guard. You don't like the emperor anymore. No, I do, but I checked went and checked while everybody else was going on. He does have lightning. Oh, good. And oh. and I mean and of course he's got the chair, which you know. But uh, the one that I forgot was he also comes with Luke's lightsaber. Oh, yeah. You know, so you Watch can set it. that on the chair. So nice. All right. There you go. He's complete from Return of the Jedi point of view. Okay. I wish he had his own lightsaber, but he doesn't. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, um, are Hallmark ornaments figures? Sure. <laughs> sure. I'm going to go with the Hallmark uh, Lobot uh, <laughs> ornament. <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, thanks to Amy um, for picking that up for me at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. <laughs> Um, it comes with Lando, you know, I don't really collect Lando stuff, but, uh, the Lando looks good enough, but the Lobot's nice and I'm really happy. So that would be my pick. Okay. From best to worst, what was the worst non Hasbro Star Wars action figure, any scale or any company? Um, Chris, I'm going to start with you. Oh man, this is, t- I, cause I really don't, 
I'm really a Hasbro or Kenner collector, so I don't venture much out unless it's Royal Guards, which I dabble in kind of everything on that. Um, this sham- I've never liked the shampoo bottle figures uh, at all. Uh, never. I got nothing for you here. <laughs> I, I don't know what the worst is. I may chime in later. They're all the worst. Okay. <laughs> Jake, what about you? What was the worst non-Hasbro? Um, the worst uh, in regards to, oh, that's so hard. I mean, because, again, you listed off all the brands we can look at. Um, I think I will talk about the um, those model sets that Ryan loves collecting. Um, I got worst the of those? Those are well, amazing. Well, no, I'm, I'm going to say that the um, I got to see they were at um, a convention I was at just recently. Um, not recently, but this year. And they had them all on display. And the R2-D2, um, the whole line is very screen accurate. But the R2-D2 looked uh, plasticky and fake. It didn't have the chrome dome that they normally have. And it just... It, it's a model kit. You paint it. Well... These were the ones on display. They all looked immaculate, and then there was this figure. So, um, yeah, those those that uh, was it the spinoff of like the figure arts line, right? Um, it, it just didn't look correct enough. I'm I'm coming up with something here. You, you guys are gonna feel sad when I tell you what mine is. I'll tell you that. All right, Ryan, what was yours? What was the worst? I know you you have this figure, Jake, and I know you're gonna be like, oh, duh. We all bought well, – a lot of us bought the Disney Sandcrawler. Amazing, amazing ship. The Jawa that comes with it is a piece of crap. It is the worst Jawa action figure I've ever seen. It's a hunk of plastic with two arms that kind of stick out like uh, Ralphie's little brother in A Christmas Story with his uh, winter jacket on. They don't come down to his side. Um, the head sculpt looks terrible. It, it looks like a knockoff Jawa figure. I, I love the sand crawl. The gonk that comes with it is awesome. That Jawa is horrible. And thank goodness it wasn't put out singularly or anything like that because it would probably go on clearance or something. But that Jawa figure is terrible. Jason, I amend my vote. I agree with Ryan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I knew you forgot it, Jake. I did forget it. You're absolutely correct. Matt, what was the worst non Hasbro Star Wars action figure this I hate year? You guys. Um,. Remember back when we first started and I said, does the worst have to be a Hasbro figure? <laughs> because I wanted to say the Jawa from Sandcrawler. Um, it's not Hasbro. I know it's not Hasbro. You said I couldn't say it then, so I was holding it for now. But <laughs> oh. you, you, you stole it from me, right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess I mean, I'll stick with that. I mean, I was going to indict Mighty Mugs as a whole line because uh, I just – don't get them and i never did and i really don't understand the new ones with the swappy faces and all that and a very like inside baseball pick would be yeah star wars legion the role the not the miniatures game that fantasy flight came out with this year uh because the pieces are not painted i mean that occurred to me when you were talking about the other models uh, I like miniature games going back to Wizards of the Coast, but they've always the pieces were always painted, and this time they're not, and I don't get that. But I will stick with the, you know, the Jawa because it is it does seem like a bootleg. So, you know what I I don't have any opinion on this one. 
Um, I really racked my brains trying to think of the worst non-Hasbro Star Wars action figure. And, uh, I really got nothing. Um, I could say the Jawa, because I have looked at it and it does look awful, but not really an original thought for me. So, I guess by default, I'm just going to say that Jawa, because you guys all seem to hate it and it looks hateable. So, I'll go with that. I'll go with the Jawa. Um, alright, next category. Uh, is that everybody? Did I get everybody? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Best non-action figure Star Wars toy of any manufacturer. So anything that came out this year that's uh, not an action figure, what was the best toy? Uh, uh, Jake, I'm going to start with you. Oh, jeez. This one is hard. Um, again, I am primarily a Star Wars action figure collector. Um, I didn't dabble in many Lego sets this year, but I did pick up the uh, the Dagobah one, um, which was cool. And I have a smattering of Funko Pops. I think that... Uh, you know, that crystal fox that I said I want in the three and three quarter line um, is pretty awesome in pop form. Uh, you know, what was really cool. Oh, I guess it's an action figure. I guess I should have used it for one of the other ones. But that uh, mud trooper, that Jack specific mud trooper, they didn't make very many for solo. But that mud trooper was sharp looking. Um, but that's an action figure. So that doesn't count. Um, oh, I know. Hot Wheels. I really enjoyed the whole concept series, uh, the like the like the early concept designs um, series that they just put out. Those were awesome. Like they have the Falcon, the Tide, the X-wing, and the uh, Land Speeder and the Star Destroyer. Those are awesome, awesome. So maybe I'll go with those. All right, Matt. What was the best non-action figure Star Wars toy of 2018? Uh, you know, I probably got some sort of recency bias going here, but I just, in the last couple of days, got the, uh, the gentle giant mini bust of the Boba Fett from the animated series, from the holiday special. And it is awesome. It's one of the first Boba Fett's that I can think that they've made from that that is not just a repaint of a previously existing Boba Fett thing. So the the armor is more accurate. The weapon and both of his weapons is blaster and that uh, rifle thing that apparently we're going to see in the Mandalorian TV series. Um, that's, you know, it's all there. The colors are, you know, the same weird, beautiful colors that the actual cartoon had. So, you know, uh, you know, I used to be, I mean, I still all am all in on the gentle giant busts, but you know, it used to be a great, great line. That's really sort of fallen into neglect in recent years. But, um, you know, this one, this is one of the best ones they've ever done. So if you have any, you know, it, it's only for the members of their whatever premiere guild and all that. And I know it's it's sold out. But if you're into Boba Fett or the holiday special or anything like that, it's it's worth checking out. It's it's really cool. 
And I like those Hot Wheels Jake mentioned, too. I just started trying to pick those up a couple weeks ago. They're pretty cool. Uh, Ryan, what was the best non-action figure Star Wars toy of 2018? I like to buy some Lego, and uh, I haven't bought as much this year, and I haven't bought this set yet, but I, I will be, uh, maybe in a couple weeks. I don't know. The Lego Betrayal at Cloud City set I think is amazing. Uh, I love the whole Cloud City setup in general, so anything that comes out for that is always exciting for me. I know there's a lot of LEGO fans that were hoping this was going to be more like a, a model of the exterior Cloud City rather than be more like a playset type of thing. But um, when I saw it, I thought this was awesome. I finally got to really look at it in the store the other day, and I can't wait to get this. It blows away the old uh, LEGO Cloud City playset which I know goes for way too much money online now. Um, but uh, I'm looking forward to getting this and putting it together. I know it's expensive, but it's awesome. All right. Uh, Chris? Uh, I've got a few items. I mean, it's difficult because outside of collecting three and three-quarter inch action figures, um, I basically collect Royal Guard stuff, and that usually dro- drops me back to, like, 1983 and anything in between. So I don't have a lot from this year that's not action figure related. I did pick up the action figure cover variant of the comic book featuring the Royal Guard, which is pretty awesome. Um, I've also picked up – I did cave on a Lego set, the the Bounty Hunter uh, kind of army builder little pack. It's like 10 or $12. was pretty awesome. But this is – but this isn't even – this next item isn't even a toy – but I got my hands, and it was I don't think it was released this year either, a Royal Guard perfume from Europe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. It's, it's why is awesome. that a th- why is that even a thing? It's, the, the bottle itself is beautifully detailed and the packaging is detailed beautifully. It's it's such an awesome, cool, weird, bizarre piece, and I just love it so much. It's actually one of my most favorite things I got this year. Oh, also the Gentle Giant Jumbo Vintage Royal Guard figure, but that's that kind of goes more to the action. The 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 Hot Toys kind of bumped that one for that one. All right. Okay, for me, uh, you know, it's hard. I, um, I really want that Vader's Castle. I do, too. Um, that's the other one I'm looking that- at. A Vader's Castle playset would probably be my number one want from Hasbro for the Disney era of Star Wars. That would be cool, yeah. I don't know if they have any plans, would would ever make plans to make that. They could do it like the Turtles uh, sewer playset type of thing. Yeah. Stacked up like that. I mean, Vader's, with an exterior. Vader's such a popular character. Oh, I You know they'd that. make it like that BB-8 playset. That's fine. So Darth Vader's helmet will f- will fold out to make Darth Vader's castle. Yeah, yeah. I don't want okay. that, but you know, whatever they got to do, I guess. I really want Hasbro to do Darth Vader's castle. So I'm thinking about going with the uh, Lego uh, Darth Vader's castle playset, but um, I don't have it, and I haven't really seen it up close. So my pick is going to be the. Um, Gentle Giant uh, Lobot Mini Bust. Because I've been wanting Gentle Giant to do something Lobot that's, for a That's long your time. best? That's my best. I thought that was going to be your worst. No, I'm not picking Lobot to be the worst. Yeah, um, but you, did, you didn't like his 5 o'clock shadow on it. Well, that is true. However, 
I don't really collect much Star Wars stuff that's not toys. So, and I really do like it. And if you don't get too close to it, you don't really notice the five o'clock shadow <laughs> from afar. A scruffy Lobot's better than no Lobot. I yeah yeah. <laughs> so I'm going with that. Um. Next, worst overall, uh, worst non-action figure Star Wars toy, any manufacturer. Matt, I'll start with you. We spent a lot of time ragging on this one earlier, um, but I had it written down before the show started. It's the Force Link. (laughs) You know, it's not the figure that goes with it. It's the Force Link unit. Mine didn't work. Nobody's worked. Well, some people got them to kind of work. You throw it up against the wall five times, it might work for you. That didn't help mine. Uh, (laughs) When you got a a gimmick that the whole line is premised on, make it work, you know, make it, you know, reliably. You know, if it were just mine and nobody else had a problem, I wouldn't be mentioning it. But clearly it was a chronic problem. So, you know, I'm sure there were actually worse Star Wars toys made this year that, you know, if I thought about it for five minutes, but you know, this one just sort of, you know, really, really stuck with me. So yeah, the force link to reader. Okay. Uh, Chris, what was the uh, worst non-action figure star Wars toy this year? Yeah. I'm strongly tempted to go with that force link, uh, reader. I, I actually own one, but that's only cause I found it for $3 in a clearance section at Walmart. Um, my my Walmart's still thirty bucks on those. Yeah, if I found them for three, I'd buy another and see. I saw if that one would work. <laughs> or see how hard you can throw. <laughs> oh, but yeah, Ugh. I don't even know where to go with that. Um, there's a lot of dumb little Star Wars stuff out there that Hasbro should really tighten their focus on what they're doing. But I mean, at least there's no Angry Birds out there. Woohoo! Yeah, at least that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jake. Oh, it's the it's that Force Link 2.0 reader. I mean, it was it was had such great potential, and the concept is cool. Chips embedded in the figures that played from you know and downloaded from your phone. I mean, the, there was so much potential, but I don't know if it was the app or the software producers or something, but. That thing did not work, um, and it, the, to tap it correctly to get updates just didn't work either. If you were a kid and you didn't have a phone, then it was worthless. It read one figure, right? Because you needed to do an update from the app in order to release all the other sounds, and it only did the first wave or so or half of the first wave uh, once you were able to update it. And then it didn't update the others for months and months and months. But even by the time you did get the update, it was months after the figure. Been, it was it was a mess from beginning to end. And, I mean, again, I'm thinking my little kids don't have cell phones. So you, you gave them a toy. You made them pay $30 for it. That works with one figure alone. And it just that that is just mind boggling how that got through, you know, playability tests with kids um just it it wasn't the smartest move so that's the worst toy by far all right ryan what's your opinion of the worst toy of the year 
Well, I consider the Force Link 2.0 device to be an action figure toy, so I am not going to say that here, although it's crap. Um, my choice is actually something I normally love each year. Uh, this year's Lego Advent Calendar is just not that good. Um, in years past, they've had a nice exclusive figure, minifigure to it, um, like Darth Santa Claus or Darth Django or Darth, or Darth Django, sorry, Santa, Santa Django, Santa Yoda, all those type of things. This year, it's kind of a lame snowman. Um, and then usually there's just other stuff. I mean, we're 18 days into it. There's some okay figures in there. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people didn't like getting Rowan in there, um, Rowan Freemaker, because they didn't know who he was. But, I mean, it's Lego. It, it made sense with that. But it just isn't as much fun as, as it has been in years past. And uh, it just doesn't have some of the, the cool minifigs in it. There's good ingenuity in the little mini ships, but uh, it just doesn't seem to capture some of the great stuff we've had in the past on the advent calendar. And I've noticed uh, somewhere they're selling them for really cheap, like under 20 bucks. It might have been Costco, I think I saw that, um, which that's unheard of. These Lego advent calendars were usually sold out in October, and to actually see them in November on clearance kind of says something for it, too. Okay. Um for my pick, I'm going to pick the uh, top Star Wars card trader app. <laughs> well, I still use that. <laughs> I have 20,000 cards I never am going to look at. You can't look at. You can't sort them. It's been – how long has this been going on for? Four years now? Something like that. Yeah. This thing needs to die. Four years, yeah. This thing well, needs to go away. Spent money off the thing for my collecting habits, and now, now because of the, all the crystals, any card yeah. that's valuable, you've got to pay for. So yeah. I wouldn't even know how to find what cards I have that are valuable. I, I wouldn't even know how. You don't have any, I guarantee it. Okay, yeah. So that's the worst. Since did that, you can't get any good ones to sell either. That's the worst uh, non-action figure Star Wars toy, and I think they should kill it or make it so I, you can delete cards, so you, at least you can just have the ones you like. I, I still do mine every day to keep the credits oh. going, and right now I have 12,589,314 credits on there that are not being used. Well, yeah, without if you don't buy crystals, there's, there's nothing to use, use your points on, really. No, yeah. I, I and agree. The, and no. when you get a cool – you like sometimes – cards when they come out with a new base series. Sometimes you get a card with like a cool-looking character that you don't know much about, and there's absolutely no information about that character on the back of the card. So, tops – uh, I don't know. That's my pick. Okay. Um, gosh, this show's going way longer than I thought. Okay, let's do this. Let's uh, try to get this going. Um, best. Let's rush through the last two big categories. Yes. Yes. Uh, the best overall Star Wars toy of the year. One toy. What was the best toy? It could be from any category you picked above, none of the categories, whatever. What was the best uh, toy of the year? Um, uh, Jake, I'm going to start with you. Did I, I lose Jake? Jake fainted. Jake? Sorry, was on mute. Didn't realize it. Are no. <laughs> you watching cat videos again? <laughs> no. I... I um ah dang it short straw uh for the first go at toy of the year this is too hard um there are so many cool stuff um 
how is it not the hover tank, right? I mean, from a three and three quarter uh, perspective, I mean, I, I I can't say that you know we get better than that. It is a beautiful piece. It's detailed. It's you know it's brilliant for play. It's brilliant for you know building dioramas around. Um, it's from a great movie. I, I really can't complain. Uh, hover tank's going to get my vote. All right, uh, Chris, what was the best overall Star Wars toy of the year? Uh, that hover tank is my first runner-up, but my Hot Toys Royal Guard. I would, if I could only pick one thing this year, I would have gotten that. All right, Matt, what was the best overall Star Wars toy of the year? Um, I guess I got a, the the hover tank. Okay, uh, Ryan, what was your pick? Uh, the assault tank, definitely. Uh, it's got to be that. Um, I agree. That is the best toy of the year. Well done. Okay. What was the worst Star Wars toy of the year? What was Everybody the abs- unison? What was Everybody the absolute unison? worst? We all know what it is, right? Um, do we? Yeah. I well, don't we'll know what I'm answering. The Falcon? We, we all talked about it. Come on. Oh, the Force. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. You know, the Force Link 2.0 reader. All right. Okay, yeah. Nope, not my answer. Okay, Chris, what was the worst Star Wars toy of the year? It's not an individual toy. It's the rollout of the Vintage Collection 2. <laughs> it has been one of the most mismanaged, mishandled disasters of a rollout. It's just been a complete travesty to the line, and I, I hope it survives this first year and a half, almost two years, of what they've got lined up, because it's been a disaster. All right. Uh... Matt, what was the worst Star Wars toy of the year? Uh, I'll go with I'll, I'll go with the Force Light unit. Okay, Jake, what was the worst Star Wars toy of the year? Force Link 2.0 Gauntlet Reader. And Ryan, you you already said Force Link 2.0 Reader. The Force Link. Let, let's be honest here. When, when I think last year we heard about this, we thought, oh, cool, they're going to update this. So it'll be even better. <laughs> You know, the one thing if they'd done to this, it would made it so much better, buttons. If they'd put yep. buttons on there, you wouldn't have to tap it update. You wouldn't have to tap it to get the voices. You just hit buttons, and you get those voices. You hit a button for the update. Just simple buttons would have made this an amazing thing. Even with the terrible updates that they did on it, it still would have made it a better toy. But because they didn't do that and wanted you to tap it with a screwdriver or whatever crap it was, made this, like, one of the worst Star Wars toys I've ever seen. So poorly executed, uh, so poorly done. It, it's just dumb. Okay. Uh, Force Link 2.0, I never even tried mine. So, yeah. <laughs> never put batteries in it. Never tried it. I never played any of the anything. So, Force Link 2.0, you are dead to me. Okay. Um, last question of the night. What do you predict for 2019? Chris, I will start with you. Um, I mean, the vintage collection is going to get a little bit better here when the barge rolls into town and we, we get the next wave to show up. Um, but I think it's going to be a lot of doldrums basically until fall. I mean, until they start rolling out the new uh, – maybe the six-inch folks are going to get a steady stream of new stuff coming along the pipeline. But for the rest of us – I don't see much in store. Okay. Uh, Matt, what do you predict for, for 2019? Um, 
the barge. <laughs> um, I think that at Toy Fair, we're going to learn about, you know, what they're going to be doing with the with the TV properties, the Mandalorian and whatnot, since that's that's coming up as well. And I, you know, they're not going to show anything from Episode Nine. They never do. Um, and I predict the next HasLab project is not a Star Wars project. Ooh, yeah. Ah, all right. Uh, Ryan, what do you predict for uh, 2019? I predict a lot of people are going to be happy to get their barges. I predict a lot of people are going to be upset that they can't buy a barge at Walmart. Nor can they, <laughs> nor can they go in and wait for it to be on clearance later on at Walmart, um, uh, even though they everybody's told them this. Uh, I predict that if something, if we're not saying the sail barge is the number one toy of 2019, 2019 will be amazing. And uh, I predict that the HasLab project will be a Cloud City playset for the uh, 40th anniversary of Empire. And finally, I predict that a bunch of Star Wars fans will get upset over something. Um, My prediction is that the... uh, the big I guess re- I don't rate a prediction. Oh, Jake! <laughs> You're still here. <laughs> we thought you fainted. Uh, Jake, um, predict, what's your prediction for 2019? 2019, uh, like Matt said, Toy Fair's not going to give us any Episode Nine stuff. I think it's going to give us uh, a few more Resistance uh, previews, a little vintage collection, and um, I think it's going to showcase something to do with... Um, uh, the anniversary of the Phantom Menace, which is next year. Um, I think that the cell barges aren't going to arrive until March. I think that Star Wars Celebration is going to be a huge party, and uh, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, but it's going to be a lot of waiting in lines. Um, but, well, at least I think next year is the year of the conventions because we have D23. We have the normal uh, New York and San Diego, and you know now that they're jumping into international conventions as well, um, what they do this six in this last fall, it seems like I think next year we're going to get a constant, steady stream of tiny micro announcements. You know, like they did one or two figures here, one or two figures there, um, and I don't think we're going to know too much about Episode Nine until the second half of the year. I honestly think they're going to wait until. San Diego or beyond to really even give us much on it. We'll get the trailer at Celebration. Yes. We'll get a teaser trailer. Will there be a trailer? We'll get a teaser trailer before. We'll get the trailer at Celebration. Will there be a Super Bowl trailer? Super Bowl? Super Bowl. Yeah. There was two years ago, right? Or last year. It wasn't during the Super Bowl. They always just dump it on some... Like Monday Night Football or something. Monday Night Football. But Monday Night Football over in a week. Yeah. There was rumors about it be dropping tomorrow, but yeah. nothing's been substantial on that. So, All right. you guys made some pretty vague predictions, so nobody's <laughs> too daring. Although I like the one Matt said about uh, not like it, but the one that says that the next Haslab hey, I won't be the next Star Haslab. Wars. Won't be a Star oh. Wars item. They'll repack that's bold from the Black Series three and three quarter inch in the vintage collection. <laughs> You can print that with money. <laughs> I predict uh, at Toy Fair we'll see a six-inch uh, Darth or a six-inch Maul from Solo. Okay. I think that'll okay. be something that they'll say. Yeah, Ooh, that. Look yeah, at yeah. this. 
I predict that um, that uh, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Darth Maul. One specific prediction. Maul, yeah, my one per- very specific prediction. I think Maul will be a six-inch figure. A solo six from Solo will be a six-inch figure. Do we think we'll have? Okay, we we do have to talk about episode nine is going to be a mega deal. I mean, even though we've been getting lots of media, I think episode nine is going to be a mega deal because they're going to push it and say this is the end of the Skywalker st- story, right? Um, there, there's no more Skywalker themed movies or anything officially announced currently. I know we have other projects in the works, but this is they're going to push. This is the end of all three trilogies. There is going to be some monster hype behind this. The question is, will that with all this lead in time that now Hasbro has since Solo, you know, a year and a half, are we going to be able to get the merchandising flood like we have in the past? No, no, no. That's over. Lucasfilm Those won't let them see, see anything ahead Bench of time. of the Sith was huge, merchandise-wise. Yeah. That was George. What we're going to see is, uh, you know, for for Episode Nine is, of course, the initial, uh, initial wave will ship heavily, probably. And yes. people will buy it, and it'll sit. And then all that Last Jedi stuff is still going to be hanging around. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. It's still there. Last Jedi stuff is going to be there waiting for us at the next Force Friday. Yes, but but Empire Strikes Back merch was still on the shelves when Jedi came out. So that happens. That happens. But it didn't stop them. Jedi was massive into merchandise. Yeah, I don't know. uh, I think, think, you know, I don't know what they're doing with those other film trilogies and series that Ryan Johnson and the Game of Thrones guys got cooking. But I think they're going to try to really haul in this movie in regards to stuff. I feel like they're, we're in a transition phase with Star Wars and Lucasfilm, and I think uh, I think we'll see something quite different after 2019 because they're going to push hard on Episode Nine. I predict you can still find a Zuvio on the shelf. <laughs> Right when episode Yarna. nine comes out because <laughs> i was christmas shopping over the weekend and there are still zuvios on the shelf on the bags mm-hmm. you awesome. can find them <laughs> okay we'll learn a lot about what's coming after episode nine at celebration yep. so mm-hmm. I, I don't think we're going to get mandalorian next year I think the Disney plus is starting next year but i don't think that means it's going to open with the star wars i think we'll get clone wars but I don't think we'll get Mandalorian. I think Mandalorian will probably be a 20. And then Cassian will probably be a late 20. Do you think Hasbro's my... even going to do three and three quarter inch figures for these TV shows? I don't. I don't think they can do the turnaround. They, they don't. Yeah. Think about it. Hasbro does not make. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm trying to think of Hasbro's properties and they don't support cartoons or television series. Like Clone they do Wars. since Clone Wars, no, Clone yeah, Wars. they no, massively I'm talking, support. I'm talking modern. I am talking modern. Yeah. Think about. Well, they've already shown figures for Resistance, so obviously yes. getting shared stuff on that early. Maybe the the information embargo only applies to films. Well, the, we're getting Resistance figures, but by the time Resistance season one is wrapped, 
I mean, yeah. we, we get them in spring. We did not get Rebels until like two or three months after that series began. They, they, they don't, and then they did. But you have to admit, also like Clone Wars, though, they supported it at first, but then we got nothing toward the second half of that Clone Wars run. There's, there's my specific prediction. We will get a Zeb six-inch figure. But we've already seen prototypes for all <laughs> the uh, Resistance figures, which usually it means that's almost a year out that they had to get that because of their yeah. production cycle. So they've seen those drawings for at least six months. True. And I also but... think the whole Clone Wars thing, they, they, they went strong when that imploded on itself or when they, we didn't weren't getting as much was after 2011, which 2011 was the whole Phantom Menace 3D thing, or 2012, no, sorry. 12, 12. And um, th- that really hurt Hasbro. They've said that. And uh, a lot of things changed after 2012. And I think maybe the glut of Phantom Menace stuff that Hasbro didn't want to put out, but Lucasfilm forced them to, it really brought a lot of that stuff down. All right. Well, next year's the 20th anniversary. Maybe they'll go hard with Phantom Menace. And I don't think anybody's going <laughs> to burn themselves a third time. They'll, they'll be like one vehicle and three figures or something to commemorate. It, it'll be very small. Yeah, you might see a vintage collection figure or two. But look at the 40th anniversary of Star Wars, what we got for that. You know, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Jar Jar, six inch. Yeah. Maybe a nice Amidala six inch, finally. That'd be great for fans. They might toss you a couple six inches. I predict kids no longer like Star Wars toys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that's all all for tonight. Um, I want to thank everyone for joining me. Um, Thank you, Ryan. Oh, I appreciate being here once again. That's it's great to go over the whole year in review like this. Uh-huh. And from this week in Star Wars podcast, Matt Fox. Thanks, everybody. Great hearing everybody's uh, thoughts. And thanks, uh, Chris. Yep. Real God Collector Extraordinaire. Yes. Uh, thanks for having me again. Uh, great being on the show, getting to talk about the whole year in review. And from from forlamdazuckus.com and Toy Run Podcast, Jake Stevens. Despite any, <laughs> I feel like I complained a bunch, but I did have a good year in collecting. I don't think it was the best year in collecting um, for 2018. Uh, I am way more looking forward to 2019 and not only collecting, but also you know, the cell barge and all the media, right? I'm excited. I'm kind of a Star Wars media junkie. So 2019 is going to have a lot of fun stuff ahead of us. Um, it's going to kind of be hard to keep up, especially with conventions. But um, it's sometimes uh, that, that makes it fun to always have something to look forward to immediately. So Lucasfilm, Star Wars got a lot of irons uh, in the fire, and it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, when they all start to take shape. If we get nothing more than the sail barge next year, next year will be a victory because that's going to be huge. Unless they all shipped damaged or broken. Oh, that could be a huge controversy. If yeah. They're not arriving mint. Yeah, if the big problem. If the boxes, yeah, if the boxes don't arrive mint, or the parts inside are broken when they arrive, that could right. be a problem. That warping. Is... Oh, massive warping of the barge itself. Yeah. <laughs> But let's think positive. It's going to show up. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be pristine. Everyone's going to love it. 
and everyone will be happy. Yay! Oh, breaking news, Ryan. That's yeah. cool. Ryan just posted some breaking news. Archive. Was that here? I mean, stateside? I just, I just, yeah, it's California Target. I just saw that online. What happened? The what's, archive collection's already been found at us. Uh, what's the oh. DCPI number? Right? <laughs> RickSeek.com. Well, that's right. now, that's, th- those figures are now valid for the, we got to redo the show. <laughs> there's new, awesome. there's new the product this year. year. We didn't take it into consideration. Or repacks. We got to start over. No, oh, come on, Yakface could show up before the end of the year. Who knows? He could. And yeah. these aren't repacks. These are purposeful changes to most of them. Real scan. Oh, Luke, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, they're repacks. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope everyone had a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. And we'll be back in 2019. What year is 2019 for Galaxy of Toys? Seven? Uh, we started January of 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So we're almost at six. Thanks. Awesome. Yep. Ten years of this week in Star Wars. Whoa. Hey. Yeah, does this last year count, Matt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he said on the last show, you can listen to a solo review. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Just had to Ryan, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, we've been on for like six years, and we've got like, this is 74. And like, Toy Run's been on for like two years, and you guys are at like 179 or something, right? Not quite, but. (laughs) All right. Anyways, uh, happy holidays, everyone. Good night, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend, then homeward bound, friend, don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend, and then so long, friend, the nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend, yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend, time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.